everyone. It's Teresa Judice, and I'm so excited to announce the Namaste Bitches are going on tour. What, what? Oh my gosh, Teresa and Melissa Feaster, that's me. We are bringing the party to Fillmore Silver Springs on Friday, November 11th. So get your tickets now at LiveNation.com. It's the Namaste Bitches live and in person in D.C. How dope is that? We can't wait to see you. Namaste Bitches live in D.C. Get your tickets now at LiveNation.com. Hey guys, so welcome back to the pod. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about body dysmorphia and how it is connected with social media from that perspective, because I think overall body dysmorphia is a thing, not because of social media, I think because of various reasons, Uh, we're going to get into that. But before that, let's talk a little bit update, little news, little things that's going on with me, with where I'm living right now. Um, it's actually not a funny matter, but I'm just really trying to um, keep it like lighthearted because I, I just don't want to take it seriously. Uh, so if you guys don't know, um, some of you guys don't know maybe, uh, but most of you guys probably know. Uh, I live in New York City, so recently there was a shooting uh, in a subway in Brooklyn, I think Sunset Park. So... Um, this is pretty bad, like really bad, because honestly, I have to be honest, I have been like living in New York City for, I don't know, five years now, five, six years. I don't know. It's been a while. So I have never like I felt unsafe like this in my life, uh, very honestly. I think there has been occasions that I remember that I have been into, you know, certain areas in New York City, you know, just the type places that I have lived at, like, nobody probably (laughs) knows about this, but like, I did live in a bunch of places around New York City, like I was in Bronx at one point when I first came back uh, from college, I was in some part of Brooklyn, I was in Upper West Side, not even it was Upper West Side, it was like, uh, Morningside Heights, um, I was in the east side of, I don't know, like the lower east side, like I was in so many parts of um, New York City, I don't, I think I've also been in Brooklyn as well, uh, like uh, Coney Island, so I have had my fair share of living in New York City, but I just never in one of those occasions that I felt it was unsafe, I mean there were some neighborhoods that like I lived at, it was like kind of I guess I wasn't the demographic there. <laughs> That's what I would say in a nice way. Like it was nothing unsafe about it. It was just more like I knew that there would be, um, you know, it was other things going on in the in the area. That's what I could say. But it was never unsafe. Not once I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get shot or something is going to ha- happen. But I have to be honest, for the past two years, ever since the pandemic started, Things have been, what is like the best way for me to put this into like words? 
it has been very unstable. I'm pretty sure this is very similar for most cities, to be honest. Like, I know people also say the same things about, like, L.A. or other major cities, like, even San Francisco. So, um, but I just feel like New York has been, it was not like this. It was different. Like, uh, not to shade L.A. or San Francisco, they have always been not great like there are parts of san francisco that's like still shady and it's like some downtown parts of san francisco it's just like like um union square or whatever the part there you know like the more touristy area or like the shopping mall everything it has been it's very sketchy and you know this and it has like i feel like to be honest it has been like this even before the pandemic so nothing has changed and same as la yeah there are parts of la that's like really nice but there are parts of la that has been really sketchy like downtown la doesn't matter how many luxury apartment buildings that they're putting up there it's still sketchy to get outside at certain time or most of the time new york city uh, however it was different it has been safe for the most part i don't think i have ever heard anyone from like to me saying that like oh i don't feel safe living here i don't feel that like i think this has changed over the past two years now since the pandemic like one of my friends, actually, she was living in Upper East Side. Um, this is more close, like 96th Street and stuff. So this is almost passing Upper East Side, like coming to like East Harlem. She was telling me that like how she didn't feel safe because it was a really nice apartment. I have visited them a couple times, actually. But she was telling me that like how she doesn't feel safe anymore because every time she would go outside, she's like afraid that she might get shot or something would happen because there was always something bad going on near the subway in front of the subway like when she was that's why she was not trying to take subway she would take like bus and stuff i mean that was already pretty bad like i felt and then actually they just moved out to jersey city but now there have been like other occasions like now with this you know subway shooting like it's that's pretty bad because one thing to think about is like there are some cities you know obviously like subway or public transportation is not a big thing because you know most people rely on cars like if this would to happen i don't know in la or i don't know if it would happen maybe in san francisco or florida i feel like it would not been as big deal i feel like it's still a big deal to be honest you know because people are injured or dead but overall it just wouldn't be as big deal because people still rely more on the cars but in New York City, it's different because literally almost 90, 90 or maybe 99% of people, to be honest, they use the subway. Yes, there are people who use Uber, who have cars and everything, but there's still a majority of people who use the subway because New York City is like, it's not the best. I have 100% assure you that, but it's the most ex extensive subway system in New York City. I mean, New York City in the US. So it's the closest thing we can have to like a nice subway that's close to Europe. You know, like, because in Europe, the subway is so extensive. That's like the closest thing we can have, and that's New York City. So that's very bad because there are a lot of people who are relying on their transportation to use the subway every day, especially in Brooklyn, because I'm being honest, maybe this sounds like, I don't know, make me feel like uh, I am so spoiled, but like be commuting from New Brooklyn to Manhattan, it's, it's a lot. Unless you are like only one stop away from Brooklyn, that's a lot. 
Like I'm just telling you, like there are times that it could take you 40 minutes, 45 minutes sometimes, or even an hour if you're coming from Brooklyn because it's little stops at every stop. So I'm just saying a lot of people are dependent on it. And imagine now that like you're thinking that like, oh, not even just the transportation itself, but like transportation not being reliable is one thing. But other thing is like you might be unsafe, like it might be unsafe for you to use the subway. That is very scary, guys. Like, um, I know a lot of people could be like, oh, you know, I could just use the sub. I mean, I could just use the Uber or whatever. But there are a lot of people who cannot afford to do that. I mean, I'm so grateful that, like, you know, I don't commute all the time. Like, I maybe take subway once a month. I mean, once a week. So it's, like, not a big deal for me, for me at the moment. But I know there are many people they use the subway every single day to get to work and stuff or they're coming from very far places because imagine unless you're in Manhattan right taking a subway to work or stuff maybe it will take ten dollars or something that's not super big deal right like ten fifteen dollars but if there are people coming from Queens or Brooklyn that will be probably triple uh, I don't know fourth the price <laughs> like it would be like thirty forty dollars like that's not cheap so I'm just saying like that that's a lot of money to spend on just commute imagine you're doing both ways that's like 50 80 50 to 80 dollars that's a lot of money to spend just one day for people just for transportation so it's a lot when you think about it and then you're not like when you know that it's unsafe it's like you don't have a choice what else gotta you're gonna do you know like so it's very hard and nowadays it's also because like there has been many occasions. It's not just this. It's like first this one happening. Then there was the other occasion with the subway. People, like someone being pushed in front of the subway. This is Asian woman. And there have been other occasions. This has been happening so much in the past year. That like subway being stopped because someone jumped in front of the train. I don't know. There's like so much going on. It's very crazy world we are living in. And I don't know. I just... This past, I don't know, this six years that I've been in here, I never heard anyone saying that I, I feel unsafe using the subway or I feel unsafe in New York City. I never felt anyone saying that. That I mean, maybe they said occasion, but they never said it like in a way like this. I literally today on my TikTok, like FIP, I literally saw Bethany Frankel, you know, the girl, the woman from um, Housewives of New York, uh, she was just saying that like, I don't feel safe and like I don't want my daughter to go anywhere. That's why she lives in Connecticut. And there's another girl she was just telling about like, um, you know, I am like not like a picky person. Like, you know, I under like I use the subway all the time. But like, what do you guys think? Like, uh, do you guys feel safe or whatever? And like literally all the comments I was just looking at, they're like, no, I don't feel safe. I have been here for 12 years. I have been I was born here and I have been here my like whole life. I don't feel uh, safe right now. So that's very crazy, guys. Like, to think about, like, this biggest, like, I mean, I don't know, most populated city in the, in the U.S. And, like, it's turning into something like this. It is pretty crazy. I mean, people are just keep comparing that, oh, all the major cities are like this. But I feel like this is very, very big for New York City. And it's very bad for New York City, to be honest. It's like a lot of people come here for work, commute, modeling, fashion. It's it's big. So imagine if you don't feel safe. And like there's, there is at least going to be, I don't know, a couple times that you will end up using the subway. So imagine that thinking about like 
this is happening and you you were like oh i can't use the subway like that's not safe like imagine having that kind of reputation in the subway and i just think this needs to be addressed more and protected more because i don't want to blame new york's like the police for this because you know i don't know what's going on but i have to be honest there have been many occasions that literally i have seen police outside the subway or like you know in the entrance of the subway right People just jumping over the turnstile, going under it. The cops doing nothing. Literally nothing, I mean. I'm just saying, like, they are making this happen. There are many sketchy people just go through the subway and no one is doing anything. They're like, oh, the camera wasn't working or, like, it was fogged up or whatever. To be honest, I don't even know if there were cameras, to be honest. I'm being serious because, like, everything is so old in this subway system and they keep fixing it they try to keep fixing it or they try to i personally would feel like they should just burn the whole thing to the ground and start new start fresh because that's how bad everything is to be honest but that's just even another story anyways yeah that's the little update personally i feel okay and i'm so glad that like i'm also like living town for a couple of days so that will be nice to get away from this but overall it's just it's crazy to hear this and i i just really hope things don't um i don't know don't escalate and it just hopefully this is like the the one time thing that happened and things hopefully get back to normal because i don't know i just don't i don't want us to be i don't want us to be every single day be like oh i don't feel safe here i don't feel safe here it's like what kind of world are we living in, right? Like, I don't think anyone would wish that. I literally feel like this pandemic passing through, everything in our life feels like this uh, simulation. After, like, you know, when you've when you seen those, like, purge movies and, like, when the catastrophe ended and the cities are, like, trashed and, like, everything is... Uh, crime rate is high and, like, impl- unemployment is high, everything... And I feel like that's what's becoming too. Literally, I saw it the other day, like how much the crime has increased. And that's just, I don't know, scary. Very, very scary crime, burglary. So be on the watch out. I'm not trying to like make anyone paranoid, but these were just some of my feelings about the current situation. I just thought I could put in here for my fellow New Yorkers or people who are planning to visit, honestly. There have been like, a couple friends of mine, actually, they were asking me, like, oh, should I visit or whatever? I was like, to be honest, I wouldn't. <laughs> like, would not recommend at this point uh, right now. Like, I would be like, maybe wait a couple uh, months or wait until the end of the year or just honestly come next year. What's the rush, right? I feel like New York City is still recovering and things are not looking so hot right now. All right, so that is the update. That's how I'm feeling. And now let's get on to today's episode. Okay, so first thing we start is like, what is body dysmorphia? Body dysmorphia is essentially like you not liking your body the way it is. I think biggest thing with this is that like, I think there there's so many people out there that like they look at their body Although they would be fit or they would be average or they would be just normal, honestly. But looking at themselves in the mirror and they'd be like, oh my God, I hate myself. I hate my body. I hate the way it looks. I hate that I have this fat in here. I hate that there's this thing popping out. Like 
I just don't like it. I think that's one thing. But then this gets escalated more through social media. Because what happens is like, this is just my experience. Honestly, don't quote me on this because I'm not trying to say like, oh my God, everyone has the body dysmorphia, whoever. But like, I'm just trying to say from my experience, I think I have always been conscious about my body. That's just one thing. Ever since I was in school, uh, ever since I was in college, like I was always experienced that. But my concern was always this. This is, again, different, I guess, concern for some people. I have always been skinny. My whole fucking life, I have been skinny. That's just my life motto, pretty much. So because um, when I was in high school, honestly, I was so busy with like classes and everything. And I never really had so much time for like physical activities until like my senior year because I got into college in my junior year then I postponed not postponed it but like I you know accepted my offer for the next year following year so I essentially had one year to just focus on myself keep my grades up but I didn't have to take SAT or anything like that because I already had to accept the college which was a good assuring thing but that also gave me opportunity to focus on myself but what happened was um, before that I didn't focus on my physical health as much I mean yeah I wasn't like unhealthy but I wasn't like fit in my term I was fit like skinny but I wasn't muscular I didn't have any muscle or anything like that people would always make fun of me and that contributed a lot to my body dysmorphia. Uh, it made me feel horrible about myself pretty much all the time. I feel like there was a part of me that I feel like there was a part of me that was definitely suffering anyways. Like, I feel like I always had that low self-esteem. Even today, I mean, to this day, honestly, I, I'm not 100% there. I'm being 100% honest. I'm not. Uh, I wish I was, but I'm not. I feel like my self-esteem, Some I have good days and I have bad days. It's never 100%, but maybe some days I feel okay about myself. And some days I just feel horrible <laughs> about myself. Uh, I don't feel good. And I think my body dysmorphia contributes to that quite a bit. But because of the things I have got, through like I don't know other parties like you know from my classmates and everything so that affected the way that I thought about my body but that's why I tried to you know work on it and everything but to be honest I'm being serious like in high school I didn't pay attention so much about it I was like yeah I'm just gonna study and like I'm gonna do this I feel like physical like taking care of my physical health or my body wasn't not physical health my body wasn't like um big priority for me to be honest I feel like my education was big priority for me but I think that changed a bit more when I got into college and like I was in a swim team and that was changing for me but things were still different because I was still skinny yeah I had abs and stuff but that was just not enough in my term because I was still skinny and one thing to know about like what is it swimming is that like it's a great exercise overall, but you burn a lot of calories, like probably even like half hour swimming, you're burning a lot. 
depending on, I guess, how many laps you do, but you still burn a lot of calories. So it was very hard for me to gain weight. And in order for you to gain weight, you need to be eating a lot. So it was very hard for me to just like eat a lot or eat healthy. I feel like even beside eating healthy, it was just like hard for me to eat a lot. So I was still skinny. I didn't have the big guns. I didn't have, I don't know, like the weight I wanted. Fast forward to now. Like, I think things are changing a little bit for me, but still not there yet. I think I got a little more muscular, I guess, with my arms. Not big guns, but getting there. My abs are, like, fading-ish because I think it's so hard to gain weight or, like, add muscle while also have abs. It's very difficult. You cannot be, like, shredding or, like, cutting and at the same time gaining muscle. It's very, it just does not work. I have done a research on that. So what is happening though is like, I feel like I was content for a while, but I think at certain point, like this is where the social media is coming along. Is like, I'm not, like some days I'm not content anymore. Like most of the time I'm trying to be, but then comments come uh, come in and like, that's why I sometimes not even try to show my body video like, ah, oh, you gained weight or whatever. It's like, um, <laughs> like, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't help. It really doesn't. I think it's just because like, we generally care so much about what people think of us. I don't care <laughs> what anyone says. I don't care what people say that like, oh, I don't care what anyone thinks of me. I feel like deep down we do. Maybe not to the same extent, but we still do. Maybe I care more about people think of me than you, but I still, you still do too. So that's one thing. So I feel like that's why we sometimes try our best to look the best. And what's happening is like I feel like because of social media is like, especially people in this fitness industry, right? They are always trying to I mean they're some of them are creating a very very good content I have to be honest some not a lot but most is like they're trying to use this like unique exercises cool exercises and stuff right it looks cool on social media but none of them actually some of them are like not even helping that exercise or that muscle group that they're targeting honestly it's very fake like it doesn't even work that's why I'm being 100% honest. I have had personal trainer or some people that I have asked and they were like, that's the bullshit exercise. Do this instead. Like, I mean, yeah, it looks cool on social media. That's the thing about social media. is like when something doesn't look cool, like why would you post about it? Because it's so basic. Then people are like, oh, ew, what is that? But I feel like overall, it's just like fitness industry or fitness content is always meant to be motivational or somewhat inspirational or helpful tips for you that's been provided it's never meant to never meant for you to feel better by yourself by comparing yourself or just looking at them be like oh my god why don't look like that why like my body's not like that and things are so different these days also because like nine out of ten there was like a dark side of social media that people were exposing especially the fitness industry is that like nine out of ten that these people who look so jacked up they're not even like 
themselves, to be honest. And I am saying this in a way that because like some of them are using steroids, some of them are on, I don't know, some other stuff. Uh, some of them are, uh, I don't know, like barely eating anything. Not, not barely eating anything, but like they are, they have this like very strict routine that they are not enjoying what they eat. Um, and some of them are simply just like using filters and other things to make them, make themselves look better. And I agree to this was a, I mean, certain extent, because I think at one point, like it's just the way that social media works is like, especially Instagram is like they promote the most perfect people, their bodies and everything. So it can get more engagement. I think things are definitely changing now because of TikTok. But I have to be honest, I mean, still on TikTok, like some people got so famous just because they had jacked, uh, they had like this really shredded uh, abs or they had a really nice body. I'm just saying like nothing really changed. Platform might change, but people's perspective about things haven't changed. It's just still the same. So when you look at it and you're just seeing it, it's like, oh, like people still value so much about how people's body look or how they look. I mean, I guess now that buds are still a thing for some people, but I don't know. That's just my perspective. But anyways, yeah, it's like it's it's very toxic to think about, like because you always look at yourself and you're looking at them. You're like, I mean, yeah, you say you don't compare, but like we are social human beings and like we do compare. I feel like it's it's. I mean, overall, I to be honest, comparing is not healthy. But to a certain extent, I feel like that's going to happen regardless. Sometimes I feel like you wanna compare or not even like you're trying to compare you're almost doing it as like that's my goal scenario and how can I make that happen I think only time this because like the, the way you have to make this healthy is that like you don't become so obsessed with it and understand that there's going to be limitations I think that's where things become I don't know like not healthy some days is because like you keep th- you keep thinking like oh you can look like this person then in reality that person doesn't even look like that and I don't say this in a bad way it's just because like angles are a big thing on social media no one wants to show their bad side you know like if they have this um what is it there's something popping up on the side these love handles or whatever no one wants to see that right I mean it's a different story and again I feel like it's a different story for some people but when you do um I don't know when you show certain things especially when it comes to fitness they're like no no one wants to see that they want to see the best angles hence you're only going to show your angles in a certain way that makes you look most fit or the best way possible that's just the way things are so that's why like it's very hard to compare yourself to that because you're almost comparing yourself to their most perfect version of themselves but they might not even look like that 90% of the time it's like the same thing is like when you see these like um actors you know some guys on um in the movies like on spider-man and like the many other movies you know like you see them so jacked and like so fit in the movie but like that movie was probably shot like i don't know a year ago or two years ago right and they probably went through very strict training just for the movie so they can look just like that but 
like 24/7 like in their life like 365 they're not going to look like that they don't look like that there's times that i have seen like um Channing Tatum right like he also just had a new movie he looked very fit in the new movie like the lost city but i have seen so many uh paparazzi pictures of him that like not like he looked bad i have to be honest he didn't look bad but he just didn't look like that he just looked like he had some weight and stuff but it didn't look like he was bad it's just like there were some angles that like i didn't see abs or maybe i saw some but like there's some of them they, there weren't even any abs and that is normal i feel like we're just not normalizing that and that's why it's becoming so toxic that like people are like oh i want to get on gear i want to look like that i'm going to try my best and it's very hard because physically sometimes it's so hard to get to that level because everyone has some sort of restriction and some genetics this is very true for a certain extent is that like some people they can gain weight very easily or some people cannot gain weight easily some people can do so much they can try but they just don't get as much muscle in that certain area unless they do more that's what i'm saying it's very uh difficult to compare yourself to someone else because like genetics play a big big role in um in fitness industry like or just in being your physical look is like i think you cannot just say that like oh like i can't look like that is like i think you cannot also like stop yourself that like oh i cannot look like that i feel like you can you just have to be a bit realistic but also have some goals that's what i try to tell myself these days is that like yeah like i want to work on my body to a certain extent but i want to be best version of myself That's why I try to compare myself to myself from my pictures so I can be better instead of comparing myself to people because I know like you have to be realistic it's like you know you can't be same like because if you're white right I'm not trying to make this a race thing but it's just the genetics this plays a big big role if you're a white person and you are trying to get like I don't know like hamstring muscles right I don't know it, it, like it's hard like it is hard there are some people they're blessed with it but as a white person like most of the time your hamstrings are not going to be huge unless you do it so hard and like you I don't know train it all the time I don't know there is like a there is no big secret to it you have to be working hard on it versus uh I don't know like for some people who are asian or like asian mixed race they have naturally nice uh hamstrings like that's just how they look uh and and that's not to say it's like a bad thing i'm just saying like that's just naturally how it works or versus other things is like some people genetically have nice abs and like they don't have to they can eat whatever they want but they will still st- stay skinny or versus some people they just have more like fitted look it's like it's very different for everyone so that's why you have to you cannot compare yourself to like to this person who's like that it's like you have to think about what goal you want is like think of it like a general goal is like oh do i want a bigger chest or do i want more muscular arms or do i want abs is that like think make it like a goal for yourself and be realistic about it and obviously there's more, more much more to talk about is because like i think uh i'm not an expert but from my research i have done is that like there is a big uh, aspects to it is like especially with guys is that like I mean girls do this too so like there's bulking there is cutting right 
this bulking is like you are gaining weight and it's it's very difficult uh phase the bulking is because like when you're bulking there are going to be occasions that you might look fat because you are bulking doesn't matter if you're healthy bulking or not i mean uh, unhealthy bulking would be worse but healthy bulking is like you might be looking fat in some occasions because you are bulking as much as you can because you want to add weight and you want to add muscle because that's how you can add muscle versus when you're in a cutting stage is that like you would be cutting and you might your figure might look more slender but that's going to also suffer from your muscle because in the cutting season you might not be able to do more weights in the gym this has been what's happening to me lately because i have been trying to a little bit cut and i haven't been able to hit the same weights that i was hitting like a couple months ago so that's what i'm saying like there's oh there's always a big journey that's going with it but what i'm trying to understand is like myself at least this is like ex- this is an example that i actually give myself is that like i'm doing my best you know i'm working on it and i cannot compare myself to what I see on social media, I can only do better, work on myself, do better. And as long as my body fat percentage is under 20% for guys, I guess for girls is slightly different, but like mine is, I think, I don't know, like 12 or 11. So that seems healthy to me. So, uh, or like, at least if I look like I am working out, so that's like the good inspiration for me i mean things change every day that's why i have to be honest some days like i'm like oh my god i like this some days i'm like i don't like this i feel like there's um compromises you have to make and that's where i'm just saying like you can't take someone else's social media post and be like oh they look just so great why i don't look like that because like you know you don't know what they're taking what they're doing to make it look like that so you don't know the story behind it you have to understand that like uh, you are you and they're them. So you have to kind of make a separation with it. That was the episode for today. I hope you guys like this episode. If you do, please don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. And I'll see you guys next week with another episode. Bye, guys.